Okay, so uh, you come to. God damn it. You're in uh, what appears to be sort of like a, a white, oh, not man. quite a white room. It's like a white space. Yeah. There's no like walls. There's no doors. There's no windows. There's nothing. It's an ever expansive whiteness. Yeah. Okay. And uh, it'd be completely empty if not for one figure standing before you. This guy, he's, uh, he's dressed like a clown. Yeah. Orange nose. Big clown shoes. You look down at the at the clown shoes, and uh, for a moment, you see exactly what you'll look like in thirty years. Jesus Christ, that's a oh, that's a yeah. hard reality. The reflection winks at you. Oh no! You immediately forget it ever happened. You look up. Ugh. He's holding a uh, a balloon. Yeah. With your face on it. Yeah. He goes, "Hello, Aaron." My name is Dreamy Dan, ruler of the dreamscape. Yeah. And welcome to the Trilogy of Dreams <laughs> 2, the sequel, part three, the conclusion of the Trilogy of Dreams. Oh, man. <laughs> the balloon pops. <laughs> and in this dream... um, it's it's weird because even though you know you're dreaming, what you're looking at feels so real. What am I looking at? There's a man. Yeah. In the middle of a boxing ring. Yeah. What well, a man is it like like a a referee or like a the ring announcer? No, it's a it's a boxer. A boxer in the middle of a boxing ring. And he's shadow boxing. Okay. The gym is uh, completely empty. Except it's for just this guy. You. It's just you looking at this guy. Okay. He's shadow box. Is, 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 can he see me? You don't know. I mean, but can I, I can I tell like where how he's facing? He's facing to the side. You're okay. At, yeah. Uh, you're sitting. So uh, in theory, he could see me. Yeah, theoretically. But he doesn't okay. seem to notice you. But I don't he's so that. busy like shadow boxing. This guy looks fucking great. Yeah. This guy, his form is perfect. You're like, holy shit, this guy's so fast. Yeah. There's a this you're actually uh sitting down like in uh like 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 a like a seat you'd see at like a professional fight, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Almost like you're inside a stadium. Yeah. You look around, it's completely empty except for you. There are okay. six hundred and sixty six seats. Does it say that somewhere or you look down at the uh, seat next to you? Yeah. It's six hundred and sixty five. And I so I'm seated in seat 666. Yeah, you look at the seat next to you, and it just says, like, there's just an X. Where? On, uh, like, next to you. Like, like where the... Uh, on the seat? Yeah, where where the number would be. It just says, oh. no more. So this guy in the box ring is, like, doing all this crazy uh, footwork, all this stuff. Yeah. And you're like, you realize, like, holy shit, that's me. What? I'm looking at myself as a boxer. Oh, no. And you're like, holy shit. It look, you look so cool. You feel like this is what you're supposed to do. Man, how disappointed is that boxing version of me going to be when he sees, it and sees me? Hey, this is the comedian version of you. It's just all fat. He looks over at you, finally. Yeah. He winks at you, yeah. and he goes, 
shoot for the stars, Aaron. The uh, the bell rings, and it's weird because you look over at the bell right as it wing uh, as it rings. Yeah. For a second, it looks like your face is on the bell. What? And there's X's on your eyes, and what? there's uh, blood rolling. What the fuck, Pat? Down the eyes. You wake up. And you're like, wow, what a crazy dream that was. Yeah, that's fucking insane. Yeah. But you kind of become inspired. Like you throw yourself into this new hobby of yours, which boxing. is what boxing. Oh fuck this! You learn about the history of boxing. There's all these like interesting figures. The Some of you've science. never even heard of the sweet science. You start a um, a podcast called The Sweetest Science. Oh man! And um, what's the podcast about? It's about boxing, and you kind of uh, you don't just limit it to professional boxing. You talk about local boxers and stuff. Uh, a lot of them are like. Um, You'll interview people. You'll tell stories. Some of them are like these weird slice of life things that revolve around boxing and the people who box. And is there anybody notable that I've interviewed? No, but you did interview the local champ. Who's that? Uh, his name is Christian. Christian what? Uh, Christian Champion. <laughs> okay. Does he have like a a boxing name, like Christian? Something the champion. They call him the son of God. Oh man! Yeah, they go. Uh, Everybody, bow down to your knees before the son of God. Oh, he comes gross. out. They call him. Yeah, they call him that because um, he's undefeated. Yeah, he's the champion, and he has a stigmata on both his hands. Oh God! How did the wounds of Christ? They're always bleeding. He has to wear like special boxing gloves. They can't be sanitary. Yeah, it's a little weird, but you're like whatever. So. You have them on the, the podcast and stuff, but you start to become like kind of obsessed with boxing. It gets to the point where when you think about boxing, Ugh. because it's the, like you actually feel a sweetness in your mouth. When I think about boxing, the sweet I taste, science, I you taste, taste something, something sweet. sweet. Is it, it gets just to the like po- sugar or does it have like a flavor? It tastes like your mom's. Homemade pink lemonade on a summer's day. When you think of that sweetness, that sweet science, you think about boxing. It's like you're taken taking back a sip to Illinois. You know, you're back five, home. You're six years Illinois. old. You're running around. You got your whole life ahead of you, and you don't even know it. Yeah. And you take a sip. Your mother says, "Uh, hey, Aaron Bear, uh, you're come get your lemonade." You run towards her. Yeah. Take a sip of that lemonade. Yeah. And you know you'll live forever. So you have that like that sweet feeling when you think about the sweet science. It, it gets to the point. Christ, yeah, it gets to the point where like you you think like record your boxing podcast and think more about boxing and stuff like after dinner. Yeah. So almost like it's like a little like, dessert. Yeah. I mean that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. You know, you get into it. You start like a training down at boxer. Yeah. There's like a a local uh, boxing gym. Uh, It's called the Red Sox box factory. The guy there is from uh, Boston. Loves the Red Sox. The guy who owns it. The Red Sox box factory. Yeah. He loves two things. Was there a Groupon? He loves two things. Red Sox. Yeah. And boxing. Well, to the point where he won't watch a baseball game if like the Red Sox aren't in it. Yeah, he's like, "There's no point." 
I know a lot of people like that. Yeah. You just a diehard cool guy. Uh, Jerry Moynihan is his name. <laughs> yeah. He runs Red Sox. Red Sox Box, Box Factory. Factory. So uh, you go there and like you're bobbing and weaving, you're training. Um, and it's awesome. It's Boxing has really filled a void that you didn't even know you had in you. Yeah. It's almost like you've been waiting your whole life to For start something. doing this. Yeah. You know, and you're yeah. getting pretty good. You know, Hell yeah. um, you're still, you know, a beginner and stuff, but like you're you're getting good. Yeah. And people are, are noticing I and it's good. really helping you out. Kind of takes your mind off of uh, off of things. Fuck you. Yeah. You fucking asshole. Your girlfriend's dead. God damn it, Pat. Um, You guys were uh, damn it. on a road trip in the southwest and so uh, far in and you saw a sign for a ghost town and uh, you're like, oh, hell yeah, we should check that out. And she's like. You know, Aaron, we're actually kind of falling behind schedule. We should probably just keep going. And you're like, come on, just just 15 minutes, please. That's 100% I think I would probably do. You look at her, your eyes shine oh, with tears. man. And she's like, okay. And so <sighs> you pull off to the ghost town, and uh, you look around, and you're like, whoa, this place is, like, kind of cool. There's, like, no one there. Yeah. You know what I mean? You hear... Um, it's literally a ghost town. Yeah. You hear... Uh, the howl of a wolf in the distance. What? Yeah. You're like, that's kind of weird. But like, you just keep, you pay it no mind. You look around, you know, you act, there's actually like a, a well in the middle of town. In the middle of town? Yeah. Of and, the other uh, ghost town? Yeah. There's a well and the well is like working and stuff. And you're like, the hell is this? And you, uh, pull up the, uh, the bucket and stuff. And, um, you, d- she's like, oh man, I'm kind of like, thirsty actually no and no you go, well, I no dare you take a drink we're not gonna she... drink from a fucking well at a ghost town it was really hot i don't dude come on yeah so I'm, she... I'm not gonna let her drink from a ghost town well yeah what you do so she fuck you sips from the, the the well bucket and turns into a ghost god damn it pat <laughs> and, she, and, and and you go what the hell and then you see like a bunch of ghosts kind of pop up out of nowhere and they uh they go you Come with us now. And they like what grab the her fuck? and they fade away. So uh anyway, so yeah. Um and you're and you're so distraught that you yeah. think I have to go save her, so you drink some of the water too. Nothing happens. So you uh you get really into boxing and it kinda covers your pain uh that you have. Uh you actually get sued by the family. God damn it. Yeah. No, I mean like they you know, they lose, but you still have to pay your lawyer and stuff. I mean, wouldn't they have to do that? Isn't that the rule? You'd think so, but you had a pretty bad lawyer. God. Blaze Magnets. What's his name? Blaze Magnets? Yep. Ooh. Yeah. He goes, stick with me, because I'll stick to you. No. Blaze Magnets. Uh, you'd see his ad on TV and stuff, and like everyone always made fun of his ads, but you thought he was fucking cool. Like he wore like a like a strange suit and stuff like that, yeah. covered in magnets. You thought he was a pretty cool guy, but like, and he was. He was actually kind of nice. You guys actually kind of become friends, even though he fucks up the case. So uh, you throw yourself into boxing. Yeah, this sucks. Yeah, and um, again, you start to get like pretty good. Yeah. You went to your first tournament. What's the tournament called? Um, the Tournament of Kings. Okay. Yeah. And it's just like a boxing tournament, amateur level. Yeah. Uh, you enter, and like you fucking wreck shop, dude. Like yeah. you, you win. You win your fight. People are like, 
you know, freaking out. Like your your new boxing friends are kind of losing it. They're like, oh, that, hell yeah. I have boxing friends? Oh, yeah, dude. Like you Are they uh, like other boxers? They're, yeah, they're people who go to the gym. Um, oh, okay. And like you guys hang out. Sometimes you have them on your podcast. You guys talk boxing. You talk shop. Yeah, yeah. At the... Uh, Red Sox box factory. We're pretty tight. Yeah, like. man. You guys are like a crew. You call you you call yourself the the clever crew. Oh, no. that's like the little name you have for them. How many of us are there? Um, there's like four of you guys. We're, you you actually you made uh matching jackets. Yeah, it's a clever crew on it. Ugh. CC over your heart. You're the only one who ever wears them. Ugh. Who are the Who are the other people in the group? Oh, there's um. <laughs> Uh, Steven Fetch is one of the guys. Yeah. This guy's like a bruiser. Okay. Kind of a fighter. Okay. Heavyweight. Swings hard as hell. Yeah. His defense needs a little bit of work, but yeah. his conditioning is surprisingly good for, for such a large guy. Okay. Um, there is um, Brandon McKenzie is, yeah. is one of the other ones. Yeah. Lightweight. All, like all, so light that sometimes, like when he fights, he actually like comes off the ground a little bit. <laughs> like no, he jumps. No, like he levitates he a levi- little because his, his body is just so light. Huh. Doesn't make a lot of sense. Yeah, there's a guy named Mick Bruiseman, aka the Bruise. <laughs> Why do they call him the Bruise? Because he fucking punishes dudes, man. Yeah, he's a good. Like he's probably the best fighter there. Yeah, he's like um, good. Uh, he's like a middleweight. You know. Yeah. Fast, yeah. Defensive game is on point. It's so hard to hit this guy. Yeah, you've never seen him. Yeah, you've never seen him take like a full on punch in the face. He's because he's fast enough that like it only clips his head or they miss entirely. And then there's uh, well that's it, right? The four of us. Well, no, the fourth. There's there's four in addition. Oh, okay, four. And there's a there's a kid named there's a guy named Skeeter Dunn. Okay. And Skeeter Dunn is kind of this like hick kind of guy yeah and like he's he just started yeah but like you knew that he was gonna be a, a part of the clever crew from the first moment you saw him he's <laughs> yeah. a cool guy you just like him okay he kind of like um has like backwoods advice that makes no sense yeah but like you kind of like it like like he'll just say stuff like um he'll watch you uh punch yeah you know what i mean like punch a bag and he'll yeah. go oh man aaron you hit harder than a Texas donkey, I tell you. So just a bunch of euphemisms that don't really... Yeah. Skeeter Dunn is his Ske- name. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. Is that his real name? Yeah. Ugh. S-K-E-E-T-R-D-U-N-N-N-N-N. Skeeter Dunn. So... I feel bad for that guy. Yeah. He is... Uh, he's kind of like... Is he good? No. He's hopeless. And why is he in our crew? Because he just think he's cool. You know, you think you just think he's a cool guy, you know? So, yeah, I I didn't say it was a a crew of winners. I just said it's, you know, just your boxing. Everybody up to that point, it sounded like pretty good. Yeah. Skeeter Dunn is like literally hopeless. Like you'll see him some like he's knocked himself out. He's punched himself in the face accidentally. Why is he swung so wide that it came back and hit himself in the fucking face? This guy sucks. Yeah. But he has the most heart of anyone you've ever met in any possible way. Like this guy, you've seen him fight dudes three times his size and he won't back down. Like he's actually won fights just because he refuses to quit. And they're just like, I, I can't keep beating on this guy. Like I'm going to yeah, kill this yeah. person. And like just stuff like that. Like I just, I just feel bad for this guy. Like, he's got I'm not, no quit in him. Yeah, he has no quit in him. Dude. You have to knock this guy out. 
He has a tattoo on the back of his neck. Yeah. It says quit. There's a fucking line through it. Man. Yeah. But he sucks at actual fighting. So you win your first tournament and uh, you're kind of like, oh, this is cool. You keep doing it a lot. Yeah. You start to get pretty good. Like to the point where they're like, Aaron, like there's this match coming up, uh, this tournament. Yeah. uh, That we kind of want you to enter on behalf of uh, the uh, Red Sox box factory. Yeah. He's like, we really want you to enter and win. Like this could like mean something big. Yeah. The winner uh, of the tournament, their home gin. First of all, the winner wins um, two grand. Okay. But the home gym of the fighter who wins, they get 17 large. They can oh, shit. use that to buy equipment, stuff like that, refurbish stuff. Damn. And yeah, the owner is like, man, we really could use this. So they enter you in the um, in the tournament. Why wouldn't they put the bruise in there? That guy sounds so good. By that point, the bruise has decided to uh, kind of take a back seat. You know, in terms of the actual physical fighting. Now he's like a trainer because he's like his thing is like. He has he's like, look, I got to think long term, you know, I I, I have a, a wife, I have a daughter like I can't yeah. be this old punch drunk guy. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I, I kind of have to. And reel it in. yeah, I kind of got to reel it in a little bit and he's OK with it. Like he's always loved to pass on his knowledge. OK, well, he teaches right. you how to do a sonic boom. You can't use in the fight, obviously. It would be illegal, but he can do it. Like in well, Street Fighter? Like, so, so he teaches me a video game maneuver. In real life. The Sonic Boom. Yeah. A blast of super sound. Yeah. Rendering a foe. The bruise, man. He is He's pretty good. Yeah. So you, uh, you're That's training. That's fucking nuts, Pat. Yeah, you're training and stuff. God you're really like uh, getting it done. Ugh. Turns out the person they have to fight in this tournament. This tournament is called uh, the Tournament of Kings. Yeah, this is like the the second version of it. You know, they're bringing it back. Yeah, this is probably about a year and a half into your training. So at this point, you're like, you kind of know what you're doing. Yeah, you know what I mean. Turns out that uh, the person you're gonna box, none other, Christian Champion, aka. The son of God. The son of God. He's gotten so good. Yeah, that now they're calling him like, uh, they also call him like the son of man, the alpha and the omega, stuff like That's that. That's fucking so weird. The light of the world. Yeah. Our savior. Why would I fight that guy? I'm not going to fight that guy for two grand. But also 17 large for the uh, uh, Red Sox you know box factory. Like, I'm not, I'm not, yeah, I'll pay my dues at the gym, but I'm not going to. You know, I'm not going to get destroyed by the son of God, Pat. He comes into the gym that you're at, the the one that the, the, you're at. I've gym. been training for a year and a half. He kicks down the door and walks in, and he goes, Hey, Brooksy, I hear you're too chicken shit to fight me in the Tournament of Kings. I look at him and I go, Yeah, at 100%. I am a coward, and I think that I've been training for a year and a half, and they call you the son of God. Yeah, and he smiles, and he goes, yeah. And he goes, whoever Why? believes in me shall have eternal life, Aaron. That's got yeah, nothing to do with boxing. I, no, I, no, I don't, I've been training for a year and a half. I don't, I'm not skilled enough to, 
to fight you? Yeah. And he goes, huh, okay, well, I guess I'll go tell the, the commissioner, ha, that 17 large is as good as mine. He turns around, stigmata blood is like all over his hands. Oh, gross. He leaves your gem and he's immediately hit by a car. Oh, man. <laughs> and he dies. Oh, well. So they're, everyone's kind of freaking out. And, I'm probably uh, changing the narrative at that point. Yeah. I'm probably telling them that I'm probably going to, I'm going to dictate the way that story goes. I'm what what say, do you tell them? I'm going to, I'm going to tell everybody cause I'm going to call the cops obviously. Cause yeah, you, you call, you call the cops. They're like, Hey, nine one one. Um, what was your favorite cartoon growing up? Uh, Camp candy before school X-Men on the weekends. Hell yeah. Brenda here. How can I help you? Hey, sir? Brenda. Uh, are you, are you, how can I help you rock on today? Partner. Uh, Brenda, hi. I just saw a man get hit by a vehicle right outside of this gym. Yeah. Uh, you should probably send EMS right away. She's like, holy shit. She goes, we'll send him over right away, sir. Thank okay. you so much. Thank you. And she hangs up. Uh, you look at the the window. Yeah. And um, you see Chris and Champion's spirit leave his body. Yeah. You see it kind of like come up. It's yeah. made of this like golden light. It's almost hard to look at, but it kind of feels good to look at it. It's the most beautiful thing you've ever seen in your life. Man. And then the ambulance shows up and runs it over. Yeah. So so his soul dies too. Uh, They can't do anything for the body. Like they can't fix them or anything, obviously. So, uh, so they end up uh, putting a different champion to fight against you. Not a champion actually, because now it's like, now they're like, the the title fight is now named after this guy after a Christian champion. The Christian champion. The Christian champion championship is what it's called. Oh, that sucks so hard. Yeah, and like they announce this, and like the tickets sell out immediately. There's going to be seventeen thousand people there. Seventeen large. Seventeen large in the crowd. Man. Uh the night before the match, you're like. You're feeling pretty good, to be honest with you, because you're like, oh, it sucks that, that guy died, but at least I yeah. have to fight him. Yeah. Um, you're sitting there. You're about to make a, a meal, chicken breast and a glass of cold milk. <sighs> Suddenly there's a, a knock on your door. I look through the people. And uh, standing there, there's just like this guy. He's wearing a dark suit. He's got sunglasses on. Yeah. Knocks again. I say, hello, can I help you? He's like, yeah, hi, uh, Aaron. Uh, I'm from the Landlines Corporation. Uh, I kind of got something I need to talk to you about. May I come in? Uh, I, I don't know. Can you tell me through the door? And he goes, I man. Would, I would crack the door. I would make sure it's like latched, you yeah. know, and then I would open it so you could see through it. Yeah. Uh, he's like, yeah, um, he's, you know, to be honest with you, this is kind of like a sensitive matter. I'd really rather not have to talk to you loudly through the, the door. May I just come in for, for just a moment, sir? It'll, it'll take, it'll take two minutes, Mr. Brooks. Sure. I mean, I, I would probably meet him out in the hallway. Okay. So, uh, you come out, he's like, first of all, nice to meet you. Uh, my name is... Matthew Silver. You look down. 
He's got a huge silver ring. Yeah. On his left middle finger. It's the biggest <laughs> ring you've ever seen in your fucking life. Like an onion ring? It actually reminds you of a silver onion ring. Oh, man. Looks delicious. Yeah. And then, like, you're, you decide tomorrow, you're like, tomorrow, man, for lunch, I'm definitely going to get onion oh, rings. A couple rings. Yeah. He goes, Look, Aaron, um, it's going to sound weird, but I kind of need you to throw the fight tomorrow. No. no. Why? Why would I do that? He goes, Look, um, I can't get into it, but uh, you know, Landlines Corporation, we kind of have interest in the the, the f- person you're fighting tomorrow. So we really appreciate if you would just throw the fight. No, I'm not going to throw the fight. I'm not going to do that. I work too hard. You know what I mean? Yeah. I worked really hard. I got really good at boxing. Uh, I'm boxing for the memory of my dead girlfriend. I'm not going to throw the fight. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's like, uh, well, here's the deal. You're, you're going to win, what, 2,000 for yourself, 17 large for your home gym. <laughs> yeah. 19 large. Okay. In total. He goes, look, I'll give you $25,000. You can still give, you can give the gym owner as much money as you want. You can, they can save the gym. No. No. I'm not going to throw the fight. And he goes, you sure? And he kind of like double gun points. Yeah. Again. Yeah. Because I, I feel like at this point I'm fighting for something that's beyond monetary value yeah you know something that you're fighting for for the memory of my dead girlfriend that's what drove me to boxing yeah and he goes well come on aaron i mean it's not like she's gonna come back even if you win i don't care i don't care i'm sorry i'm not and he goes all right what about 30 grand no no i'm not gonna do that he's like what about 35 grand no no. And he goes, you're not going to take 35 grand to throw this uh, no. fight? No. 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 Yeah. And he goes, well, okay. Wish I uh, wish I could have convinced you, but... Um, I'm sorry. May the best man win, I guess. I suppose so. He uh, does that thing where you put like two fingers in your mouth and yeah. he blows a whistle. Yeah. A uh, kangaroo hops over. God damn it. He bad. steps in the pouch and they just like hop away. <sighs> The next day, you go to your uh, fight, and uh, you're in the the locker room, yeah. and uh, they're pumping your team's pumping you up and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and you're sitting there, and you're like, "Guys, I, j- I just need the room for a second, okay?" Yeah. And they're like, "For sure, we'll, we'll see you out there." They leave. You blink, and that guy is still Mr. Silver. Is still he's like there now? Yeah. He's got two silver rings now. Oh, man. You you remember, holy shit, I never ate those onion rings. Yeah, I didn't? No. You forgot. He goes, Aaron, last chance, $40,000. Sorry, sir. I'm sorry. And he goes, I'll tell you this, Aaron. You got spunk, kid. It's called integrity. That's what I'd say to him. I'd say, it's called integrity. And he looks like, he looks so angry like you ever get owned really like so bad but he he knows that he can't say anything back yeah he's like fuck yeah he kind of just goes all right blips away boy he what blips away like he just disappears what 
Pat. Yeah. You hear the distant sound of a kangaroo hopping. God damn it. You go out there. That sucks. What would your entrance music be if you were boxing? Oh, man. I don't know. I really don't know. Because I'm not a boxer. Yeah. I don't know what it's like to need to be pumped up or anything. They play Slide by the Goo Goo Dolls. Oh, all right. Well, that's a good jam. Yeah. You and know, it really... Gonna, hey, I'm not going to complain. Everyone Nobody. else is like, what the fuck? But it has you pumped up. Like, when sometimes you listen to that song, and it's like you can't control yourself. You know really? what I mean? Yeah. You get re- you're like super into the Goo Goo Dolls at this point. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're a goo head. A boy named Goo. Yeah. You Oof. think to yourself, hey, I have a son. I'm going to name him Goo. Oh, no. But you're like, ah, I probably shouldn't. But maybe I will. So you go out um, to the uh, the ring. You're fighting this dude named uh, Marvin Brick. Marvin Brick. Yeah. Okay. He's seven foot eight. What? And he is uh, like 275 pounds of pure muscle. You look what? at him, you don't see an ounce of fat on his body. I'm not going to fight that guy. So what do you do? I go, yeah, I'm not going to fight this guy. And everyone's like, what? No, Aaron, you have to fight. This guy is seven feet, eight inches tall and 270 pounds of pure muscle. They go, yeah, didn't you? You didn't know that? No, nobody told me because they changed a fucking boxer. And they go, oh, yeah. Yeah, nobody told me. The bell rings. Ding, ding. They're like, no. And and then the guy goes, round one. I'm going to run away. Yeah. I'm going to leave the ring and say, I'm not fighting that guy. You're a fucking maniac if you fight that guy. Yeah. I, I say, dude, congratulations. And good luck to you in all of your future endeavors because they will be bountiful because you are a fucking nightmare. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sure. Good luck to you. So you you you, you say all that and he's like, what? And then you just jump out of the ring and like run away. And everyone starts booing. Yeah. I mean, yeah, my life is over. Yeah. You run back home. You give up boxing. Yeah. You're like, you just feel too disgraced. To, yeah. Oh, yeah. To show your face. Yeah. One hundred percent. The Red Sox box factory gets uh, bought out. Like it can't. It goes out of business. They blow it up with dynamite. They don't build anything there. <laughs> it's a vacant lot. Yeah, it's just a big sign that says L in front of it. Oh, says, no. And then underneath it says soon. Oh no. And you're like, well, you kind of fucked everything up. The next day is Halloween. Yeah. And uh, you're giving out candy to the kids, and um. You open the door and like, there's uh this this kid standing there. Yeah. You kind of can't really see what he looks like, so he goes, "Oh, what are you supposed to be?" And uh, the kid steps forward. Yeah. This kid, his costume is the sharpest looking costume. God damn it! You've ever seen in your fucking life. It's like it looks like a tailored suit. For like an eight-year-old, but and you think to yourself, that doesn't make sense. Who would tailor a suit for an eight-year-old? But like someone did, and they made it sharp as fuck. You know what I mean? <sighs> looking at that suit is like looking at a Tyrannosaurus Rex's mouth. You know what I mean? It's just intimidating. Yeah, it's just nothing but sharp, pointy man edges. This kid is unusual looking. He is he. Has a um, a bald cap over yeah. his head. Yeah, but it's the it's the most effective ball cap or bald cap you've ever seen in your fucking yeah. life. Like there is, it looks like this kid has never had hair. It looks like he's never heard of hair. Man, that's how bald this costume is making him look. 
you kind of keep looking down and like, what the fuck? He has these like, um, plastic teeth in yeah. his mouth. Yeah. They're the sharpest teeth you've ever seen in your life. You think that That's suit horrifying. was sharp? These fake teeth, they look like it's, it's like looking at shark's teeth, but shark's teeth that have just fed. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then, uh, the kid stabs you in the stomach. God damn it. Why? Why? The knife that he stabs you with. God damn it. Is plastic, but it is like the coldest plastic you've ever felt in your fucking life. You fall to your knees and he slashes your throat with it. Jesus Christ. You fall into your back and as the life leaves your body, you just hear the kid walk back and uh, he's like, yeah, this costume rules. And then you die. God damn. That sucks. <laughs> Fuck you. Happy Halloween. God damn it. <laughs>